0: at 800 387 8025 That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show.
1: Welcome aboard, everybody. This is RM World Travel, and from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, we hope each and every one of you out there are enjoying the Labor Day holiday weekend. Mary and I, we've pre-recorded today's broadcast in our studio on Thursday, so we could also be enjoying the extended weekend with you. And what follows will be a mix of popular segments heard on our show over the past few months as we share with you an encore presentation.
2: Yes, and this Labor Day weekend does represent the unofficial end of summer, boo-hoo, but we're also entering one of our most favorite times of the year to travel, if you can. We love to travel in the fall. Oh, absolutely. Also known as the shoulder season, you've got great weather generally, but with school back in session, the crowds are... That's the key. And that really is the key key. sometimes to a successful trip. And the savings can be substantial. So that's the other important piece there. But before I share the rundown for hour one today, new travel polls were posted on our website this week at rmworldtravel.com. And we certainly hope you'll make it a point to check them out and go vote.
1: We do hope you will do that. Uh, And I'll go ahead and I'll tell you right now what they are. Uh, The first question that we're asking is, of the U.S. airlines, who has the best color scheme and livery design. So we'll see what you think about that out there. There are a number of options you, you can choose That's from.
2: Interesting uh, question. Yeah, so we'll see what curious uh, to see, yeah. Next
1: week we'll have those results for everybody. The second question that we're asking right now is, what domestic airline has the best uniforms for pilots and flight crew? So we hope you'll vote on that as well. There's a wide range to choose from. You can go to rmworldtravel.com when you have a moment and vote, and we're going to share the results when we're back live with you next week. But first, before we bring in show friend Miriam Cross, to share the do's and don'ts of renting out your home on Airbnb. Let's do the rundown, Mary, for hour one.
2: All right. For today's special Labor Day Weekend Encore broadcast, we will take you back to our July 14th live broadcast and our chief travel leader segment with Sebastian Burkle, the North American CEO of Sixth Rent-A-Car. Tracy Minken will share some of the best lighthouse getaways in America. There will be listener emails with Robert, Rudy, and me this hour. And we will rebroadcast our interview with Brad Van Domelen for our Destination Spotlight on Virginia Beach. Beach. But right now, here's a conversation that we had with Miriam Cross discussing the do's and don'ts of renting out your home on Airbnb or other similar options that exist out there.
1: Welcome back to the show, Miriam.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Well, appreciate having you back. I know you were on with us two weeks ago sharing ideas on ways to travel in style for less. But we asked you to come back today because more and more people are renting out their homes on Airbnb. And you've recently written in Kiplinger's about what people should know. So let's start with ensuring feasibility, you know, whether or not your homeowners association, your condo association is going to allow it or your co-op board, your local government. So what do you suggest?
3: So start close to home. Check with your condo association or your homeowners association or your co-op board if they even allow short-term rentals. Or if you rent an apartment, you need to check with your landlord. And assuming you get the go-ahead, then you want to go one step up and check with your city and then your county to see if they have rules restricting how often you can rent, whether you have to be home, and what how you have to register with the city.
2: Yeah, there's a, it seems like there this is a little more complex than I think a lot of people realize. So you mentioned about registering your home or city with the city or town. What about like licensing, submitting floor plans, um, inspections, do they have to notify their neighbors? Are people renting on Airbnb doing this or even know about it?
3: I think a lot of people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. And like you know, you, you think like oh you hear from someone oh this is such a great way to make money while you're away from home right but you have to jump through a lot of hoops depending on where you live and it's also like you can you know you can look up information on your city website but it's not always intuitive and not always
2: clear right and i i could be wrong but i feel like a lot of airbnb renters are not notifying their neighbors (laughs) in advance i mean i know from like People I know. Exactly. People I know who do it. That's exactly. True. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, like you just said, Miriam, I mean listen, it is a great way to make some extra money in yeah. your way if you want to do that. But yeah. something else that we really should get into is, all right, let's assume that you can do it, and let's say that you've gone through all of the necessary hoops and that with your community or town or city, wherever you are. We should also spend some time talking about insurance. You know, what you found and how folks can protect themselves from damage, theft or liability claims.
3: So People who rent up their home on Airbnb in particular think, may think that they don't need extra insurance because Airbnb has their $1 million policy. But you really want to make sure that your homeowner's insurer is on board with this activity, too, because while Airbnb does have some insurance, there are still exclusions there. It may not cover everything. And there's just like lots of things that can happen that if your homeowner's insurer is not on board with you renting, they may not cover it if... You know, something unrelated, even unrelated to your guests, happens. Like if, like, a piece of equipment in your home breaks, Airbnb is not going to cover it, and then your homeowner's insurance may not cover it either if they've cut out all periods that you're renting. So
1: you should, when you call your insurance company, should you know what is what should be asking for? Is it like just a short-term rental uh, addendum? What what is it you're looking for?
3: Well, you want to be really honest about how often you rent out your home and how often you expect to rent out your home. You don't want to minimize it. Um, and then just like, you know, try to work out a solution with them. Maybe they'll be okay with you renting it out for, you know, a certain number of days a year or one month a year.
2: Okay. Great points. What about taxes? What do you recommend for collecting sales and lodging taxes or any other taxes that may be required? I'm guessing, uh, relying on Airbnb to handle it all is probably not the best idea.
3: So Airbnb does handle occupancy taxes or sales or lodging taxes okay. for some cities. So that can actually make it really easy for you. hmm Um, But, yeah, you have to check with your local tax authority, and that also just becomes a headache because these taxes are called different things depending on where you live. Right. And then the other part of this is if you rent out your home for more than 14 days a year, you also need to pay income taxes on your
4: rental income.
1: Yeah, and all items, again, right. and, and to marry your point, Airbnb, I'm sure they'll take care of this, as you said, but you still want to make sure it's all being done because you don't need three, four, five years down the road to have somebody from yeah. the government so calling it's you it's saying quite you owe us yeah. 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 It's a, so, as we said, there's more, there's more information than the people know about. Miriam, good information and something, frankly, everyone renting on Airbnb or other services, they do need to keep in mind. So, thanks again for your time today, okay? Yeah, thanks for
2: having me. Yeah, all absolutely. Right. Take care, Miriam. bye
1: all right. Good information from Miriam. Always enjoy having her on the show. I want to just bring this up also, Mary, before we hit the break. You know, if you're not using a travel agent, folks, out there, and you're searching for travel on the web, do you use a computer or a mobile device? I mean, I'd say, Mary, we're probably... We
2: still use a computer. I'd say a computer I prefer more it. So. I
1: might yeah. look things up mobile, but... yeah. Um, Well, anyway, I saw a report this week that says although mobile penetration and usage continues to grow, travelers in most parts of the world they're still doing their searching and price comparisons on desktop computers, not on mobile devices. Mm -hmm. North America at 72%, Asia Pacific at 67%, Latin America 64% on the list. However, two regions are shifting. That's Europe and the Middle East. They're shifting right now more to mobile. Uh, But what I also found interesting, Mary, was that 67% of the people in North America, when they search, they're searching for solo trips. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get Not away. A by solo traveler, yeah, exactly. I really? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> thought that was it. But interesting. I
2: definitely think the uh, desktop is much easier visually still, yeah. and I think see the all sites, the information right. and you yeah. get
1: more. You can go yeah. and open multiple screens. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: folks, listen. Thanks for tuning into the program on this Labor Day holiday weekend. What follows today is an encore presentation, and up next, it's our chief travel leader interview with Sebastian Burkle of Six Rental Car from Mary's and my visit to their headquarters back in mid July. The show returns in three minutes. you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro Luggage, as it's the luggage that we use when we all travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original Rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com for specials at their online store. And there's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We've been hearing from many of you in our audience about how much you're enjoying LeBlue premium ultra-pure water just like us. Le Blue is perfectly natural water that's odorless and colorless And anything you're drinking that you think is water isn't, unless it's 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen without additives, minerals, solvents, etc. What we most enjoy about drinking Le Blue is it has a fresh, clean taste that your body will crave. This is water and the perfect liquid for you. Ask for it at retailers nationwide or go to lablue.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. This is Robert Carey. And from all of us at RM World Travel, we hope you're enjoying the Labor Day holiday weekend. What follows is a special encore presentation.
0: Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel.
1: Nice to have you aboard. Mary and I thank you for tuning in today. And it's time for the next installment of our Chief Travel Leader series. Before we turn our attention to Sixth Rent-A-Car and the in-person interview we had with their CEO, Sebastian Burkle, a quick word from our friends at Seabourn Cruise Lines. You know, And with their unmatched sense of style, elegance, and grace, Seabourn ships, they beckon you to travel beyond the bounds of the imagination. Seabourn ships offer all suite accommodations, their signature water sports marina. They have an open bar policy serving premium wine, champagnes, and spirits, and renowned menus. And you're clearly going to feel that you're a member of an exclusive club as you enjoy a sophisticated and luxurious journey like no other. With destinations available around the globe, visit seaborne.com today to learn more about their specials and booking your travel, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: If we asked you to randomly name a few rental car companies, you'd probably quickly come up with some of the top brands out there. Just a few weeks ago, Robert and I visited the headquarters of Avis Budget Group, and you've certainly heard us talk about how Avis is the company we've used for almost 20 years. Well, if you're not familiar with Sixth, you should should be because they're the largest car rental company in Germany and elsewhere in Europe and they've been growing rapidly here in the United States. Who are they? What makes them different? And why should you consider a sixth rental the next time you're traveling for business or leisure? Well, earlier this week, Robert and I got a first hand look at their U.S. headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, spending some time with their CEO, Sebastian Burkle. And for the latest episode of our Chief Travel Leader series, here's Sebastian Burkle.
1: Well, thanks for the hospitality today, Sebastian. We we're really enjoying the energy being here on the campus of Sixty at your new headquarters. A lot of energy going on here.
5: Thank you so much for coming over, and, and thanks for having me on the show. Well,
1: really appreciate it. So, you know, anyone in our audience right now who's traveled overseas for pleasure or for business, they may already be familiar with Six if they've rented a car. Uh, but you've been growing rapidly here in America for the past six or seven years, and I saw some data earlier that indicates Six now ranks as the fourth largest car rental provider in the U.S. based on revenues. Uh, so I'd like you to please give our audience right now a brief overview of Six. And explain what your plans are for the continued growth here in the U.S.
5: Well, thank you very much, Robert. It's uh, Indeed, it's been a very interesting ride over the last uh, six years. We started in Miami, as you probably know. Um, and Sixth really started over 100 years ago in Germany. And I don't want to speak too much about Germany because I understand that the audience is mostly American. When we started in, in Germany 100 years ago, we, we've become number one in, in, in Germany. We then moved on and uh, rapidly grew in, in Europe. And then in 2011... We moved on to the United States, and, and since then, as you correctly pointed out, um, we've grown to become number four in terms of revenue, and we're very proud of that. And yeah, we're right now focusing on the uh, on the airports, so we are leisure-focused, uh, if you, uh, you want to look at it that way. Um, we've grown into uh, 17 markets already. Um, we want to grow within another eight by the end of this year, mm. um, so we're still continuing this growth. And after that, uh, we may decide to go into the downtown part as well.
2: Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit more in terms of your growth in the US. The rental car industry, I really think, is going through a lot of changes right now due to technology, uh, competition, the way people travel, many other reasons. It's a family-owned company, 125 countries, you said That's you're in? Yep. That's terrific. That's um, terrific. But let's go back to the US. What excites you about the growth in the United States?
5: I mean, when you look at the market in itself, the United States is twice as big as all Western Europe combined, right? So you look at the, the market size for a car rental company, Western Europe is good for 14 to 15 billion U.S. dollars. The numbers vary a little. And the United States alone has 30 billion dollars in revenue. So it's by far, it's it's, it's really, it's literally that land of unlimited opportunities when it comes to that. So for us, it's 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 really that one market that we, that we weren't present in the past and that we're now tackling. Um, and that's the, the most exciting part for us, of course, the, the, sheer, the sheer size of that. But I'm sure, as you guys also know, there, there come some, some problems with that, you know, when, when you try to, right. you know, getting to all these different branches, there's a lot of air travel involved and that sort of thing. So it's, it's just it's a very, very large country.
1: Talk to us a little bit right now about what makes a sixth rental experience different than what Mary and I, we might be familiar with from over the years that we've rented with Avis, let's say, or people that out there right now that are listening that rent with whatever other company that they may use. You know, is it your fleet, the rates, uh, the services you offer, locations we've talked about as you're growing those right now? You know, my point, what's the differentiator? to make a traveler move to sixth?
5: I think it's a little bit of almost everything you just mentioned. And I also think that the one thing I always keep telling people is just come by and try us out, right? I mean, that's the very fairest point. If you want to experience somebody like us, just just try us out. Right. And once you're there, I hope that you will notice that, you know, in the branches where we're allowed to, we have in-store music. So we welcome you. You got you're going to have a coffee. You're going to get water, but also the people, how they greet you. You know, they, they they're supposed to be wearing a, a crisp uniform. Um, once you get into the car, the cars are usually not older than seven months. So this is more like the average. We do have, and you a, have
1: premium vehicles that you're renting, though, for, for a very modest rate
5: that's that's true too and that's of course the product and at the end of the day there's there's no successful car rental company out there without a good product but but also I mean I'm I'm still with the service part so to say right and then once you get into the car you're right we have what we call a PLX share the premium luxury and extraordinary share which is over 50% so more than half of our cars are in the premium segment and and that clearly is something uh, what 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 I believe differentiates us from the competition and what what we really stand for what we try to deliver to our customers since as I said we're right now leisure focused. we want our customers vacation to start at the branch not like with some other companies where you finally relief when you're finally in the car and you know you get on your journey or whatever we really (laughs) want the people to feel welcome the moment they step into our branch and and then being treated that way.
2: Well, we certainly had that experience when we checked in in Miami. I'd like to go back to something you said earlier. It's a family-owned business. Uh, I happen to be partial, I don't care what the industry is, to family-owned businesses. How influential is the sixth family in the daily operations still today? Do they still have an influence in the company?
5: sure they do. When you look at uh, the group board uh, in Germany, you have the CEO, which is Eric Sixt. Right. Um, then you have his two sons who joined the board. So three out of five board members are family members. Mm-hmm. Um, the one big difference to me, uh, Alexander Sixt once said it in an interview. He said, we don't act like it's our own money. It is our own money, right? And that right. changes quite some things. So right. Perspective. Um, on yeah. yeah, and in particular on the long-term part, right? Nowadays, many companies focus on short-term profits and short-term decision-making mm-hmm. and when when you're in a company like ours that's that's family owned they're really in it for the long run so mm-hmm. i
2: heard something about a 350 point inspection process does that trickle down from the family what is that i know you can't get into all the details of it but what is that exactly
5: actually it's it's like with any other thing that we do in the united states um we take the german processes we adopt them to what is needed mm-hmm. um and then we then we carry them out in in, right. in in i would say the american way not all of the things that are that are coming over from europe are really feasible in the united states mm-hmm. but that's one of the things where where you know we try to to be as close to the german processes as
2: and possible detailed right
5: yeah
1: All right, so Sebastian, you know, I I know I'm seeing, as I said earlier, more and more sixth operations, um, you know, at airports when we travel, you know, Atlanta, Dallas comes to mind recently, you know, Miami, where we just landed the other day, Uh, you can't walk through the airport and not see it, but, so give us an idea right now, you said you want to be at 25 locations uh, by the end of 2018. The size of the fleet that you have right now, where are some other markets that you're hoping to move into, do you specialize in any particular car or model? And I'm asking you all this because right now you're connecting with a very large national travel audience around the U.S. And, you know, you're going to be you've got a mix of leisure travelers, but also business travelers. So give them a little overview right now of, of what your plans are.
5: So when you just look at the last, I would say, 10 months, right? So we opened San Diego in October last year. We opened uh, Fort Myers in December. We opened San Antonio in January. We moved on airport in Tampa. We opened Denver. We opened New York Battery Park. So all that is happening in a very... Fast pace, I would call it. We are looking at Chicago O'Hare. Actually, we bought the concession already. It's a matter of when the car rental facility is actually ready. So we're going to move there too. Just send someone over to Hawaii. So we're going to start operating there as well. Um, in, in Oahu
1: first versus Maui? or
5: We start in Maui. Maui, then, okay, great. And then Honolulu is going to come after. All right. um, but yeah, these are all the very upcoming airports that we try to move on to we're going to open some downtowns as well and we do have a downtown presence already in some of the more selective markets I would call it um, and that's going to increase over the time as well.
1: Real quick on this for folks as well just uh, you do have a loyalty program if people are interested in that sure. they can find out more and folks the website is just 6 sixtcom you can go there and you can find that out but anything you want to mention on the lo- loyalty program?
5: No, sure. I mean we, we, we actually from for, for the Americans we said that after the third rental already you you get into a goal status because we really try to get people um to our to our brand and affected to our brand and we truly believe that once you made the experience with us you're gonna be a sixth fan very soon. So that's that's part of the reason why we also adjusted the program a little bit again over here in the United States. But yeah, just come over, try us up.
1: Sebastian, listen, uh, three rentals, you get into the gold status. I like that very much. Uh, We appreciate this sit down today and the opportunity to meet the team here at the six headquarters in Fort Lauderdale. And I know we're also going to be visiting Monique Kennedy at the Miami location and go behind the scenes. So we're looking forward to that. Thank you very much. Pleasure to talk to you
2: today.
5: Thank you very much.
2: Thanks, Sebastian. Take care.
1: Folks, as we pause for this quick break, a reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter at RMWorldTravel. When we come back, we'll be checking in with Rudy, who we have over in Maui today at the fabulous Four Seasons Resort. And then in a few minutes, Mary and I will be joined by show friend Julie Sickle to discuss how AI technologies are impacting the hotel industry. RM World Travel is back in three minutes.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025. Or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RMWorldTravel. We're coming right back.
6: Simply Safe is home or small business security that finally gets it right. They started ten years ago with a mission to fix the industry. They cut out contracts, middlemen, and pushy sales guys. They made their system easy to set up with no hard wiring or tools, and you get professionally monitored 24/7 protection for just fifteen dollars a month. Simply Safe protects more than two million people. So visit simplysafe.com/travel today to order your system with a 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com/travel or visit armworldtravel.com under sponsors. No matter what you do in the bathroom to get ready dollar shave club slash rm has everything you need to look feel and smell your best they have amazing shower stuff hair styling products toothbrushes and of course razors and shave supplies and right now you can get any one of their starter sets for just five dollars after your starter set products ship at regular price and be sure to check out their new video too now to take advantage of this offer go to dollarshaveclub.com slash rm that's dollarshaveclub.com slash rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors
2: this is Mary Carey, and whether you're fitting in some last minute beach time, getting ready for back to school, or busy on the job this holiday weekend, what follows is a special encore presentation of RM World Travel.
0: To connect with the program, call 800 387 8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection.
1: Welcome back to the New York area, everyone. Robert and Mary with you again as our two-hour weekly travel get-together zips right along. Before we talk best lighthouse getaways in America, a brief word about the 24-7 burglar-busting protection for your home or small business, simplysafecom travel.
2: Yeah, you know, Robert, Rudy, and I enjoy knowing that these guys really obsess over the details, and I think it's probably why their alarm system is so good. Here's an example. A typical glass break sensor sometimes gets fooled. Sounds like drop plates or even a baby crying can create a false positive. But SimplySafe.com/travel felt really good. Security should be really accurate, so they constructed a glass break test facility and ran over 10,000 live simulations, refining their detection technology until it accurately distinguished a broken plate from a broken window.
1: SimplySafe.com/travel. It's designed so you're never going to notice it, and you never have to think about it. It's easy and intuitive. There are no contracts, and you'll get 24/7 monitoring with police and fire dispatch, all for just $15 a month. To learn more, go to SimplySafe.com/travel or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Okay, something I have not done yet, but it's high on my list is an overnight stay at a lighthouse overlooking the ocean. Doesn't that sound great? (laughs) You're ready to (laughs) go. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Uh, Tracy Minkin, a senior editor of travel and features at Coastal Living Magazine is here now with us to talk about some of the best lighthouse getaways in America.
1: Thanks for your time today, Tracy. It's nice to connect with you.
2: It's great to be on the phone with you
1: too. Well, we appreciate that. I'm going to start off with really what appears to be one of the more adventurous lighthouses that I saw in your article, the frying pan tower. I just love saying that the frying pan tower in North Carolina. So it's not a typical lighthouse as it's 34 miles offshore for a start, you know, but rather than giving it all away, I'm not going to do that right now. So why don't you share with us what makes it so unique?
4: I think it is so unique for what just comes to mind the minute you get online and get a look at this place. This is a light station that is 34 miles offshore, so it is you and the deep blue sea in every direction. There is a sense of remove, of romance, of adventure, because you are out in the ocean. Um, You're way up above the ocean, you're nice and safe, but man, are you it's like going to a, a, a castaway island, yeah. and in fact, the thing I love the most about this lighthouse stay is that there's a helicopter service that you, of course, pay for. That's sure. an upcharge, but you can be helicoptered out to your destination. Oh, and just arriving with that view. Wow.
1: oh, yeah, It's yeah.
4: wild. Yeah, so I... I think there's an adventure factor here that is pretty much untouched by any other lighthouse, right. possibly in the vacation world.
2: Tracy, the one that really stuck out for me was the one in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, that sits right at the mouth of Maine Harbor. It looks beautiful. Uh, It could be maybe a little unnerving in a big storm, but I kind of like that part of it as well. What does a stay look like there?
4: What I love about this one is it does have that, just as you said, that rugged, Maine, beautiful, sort of out in the elements feel, but when you are inside this redone lighthouse, you are in the lap of luxury. This is probably the most upscale, luxurious, I hesitate to say hotel-like, but the amenities are so gorgeous inside this lighthouse that you are going to feel like you're in the lap of luxury, but you're also out on this beautiful rocky little island at the entrance to Booth Bay Harbor it looks so gorgeous. talk about the best of both yes. worlds I don't think it gets any better I don't that. either
2: I think that's on my new list of things to do all right <laughs> let's go ahead to the west coast and cover Point Cabrillo in California and the other one that looks interesting Point No Point Lighthouse in Hansville Washington that's another good name yeah I love the names
4: of lighthouses, you know I have to say it was so much fun working on this story for coastal living because just the romance of the names is mm-hmm. almost enough to get you excited and itchy to travel Point Cabrillo that 's a california lighthouse that 's in beautiful mendocino, California, and for those who don 't know that coast and i 'm sure you too do we it do. is bluff headlands yeah. Yeah, it's big ocean wind swept big views, and this lighthouse, like many of course, is out on a point it is about built in around 1909 so it's got this historic feel but it is in the midst of a 300 acre nature preserve so it's you and this beautiful protected preserve and that crashing thundering pacific down below on the headlands this is one where you might feel nice and safe and cozy mm-hmm. <laughs> way up high um, that's point cabrillo and then point no point lighthouse which is up the coast in hansville washington I love it because the name is so crazy. Um, I don't know how you can have a point and no point, but it is an old name that everyone just applies to this little peninsula point, which looks across Puget Sound to Whidbey Island. So you have that Pacific Northwest here which I think is breathtaking. And that's
1: a great part of the country we'd be we've enjoyed certainly when we we're up there we only have about 40 seconds with you so I want to ask you real quick on this of all the lighthouses that I'm looking at here that you did you know I'd say the one that actually seems most doable based on the price alone and the one that you refer to as it's for purists is the Rose Island Lighthouse in Newport Rhode Island this is from what I'm seeing here, you can actually spend the night in the structure itself am I correct?
4: That's exactly right, and you've, you've nailed it. That's the purest element. This is a completely redone historic lighthouse. I've slept in this one. There is nothing like it. You're in the middle of right, so there. Oh, day. I want to go. Well,
1: well, as Mary just said <laughs> a little meet you while there. ago. i you really
2: wanna you there, know, want to go. I want to
1: go. This, oh this is <laughs> something that she wants to do. So, Tracy, <laughs> you know, at some point when we do it, we'll share the experience with you, and we'll be able to talk about it. So thank you very much for your time today. A lot of fun, and I uh, really appreciate you joining us.
2: Thank you. Thanks, Tracy.
1: All right, there goes Tracy. Yep, uh, I have interview. to go. Yeah. I'm packing my bags. i out of here. Sorry, the... everybody,
2: but I'm sure you can all understand how appealing that is.
1: Yeah, you're off to the Rose <laughs> Island oh, Lighthouse in Newport. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills. Rudy's up next from France, and then we'll share some atypical family travel attractions for you to go visit in about 10 minutes. Stay with us.
2: Today, when you walk into a store or go online, you'll find all types of bed sheets and bath towels. Most are made overseas along with the materials. But Redland cotton sheets and bath towels are 100% made in the U.S., starting with the sea in the ground on a family farm. The sheets are exceptionally soft, breathable cotton sheets stitched with the highest craftsmanship. And the sheets are so popular that Redland Cotton is now making luxurious, super soft bath towels. Check out their entire collection at redlandcotton.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
6: Nothing can ruin your summer quite like being surprised with a huge repair bill when your car breaks down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, extended vehicle protection from CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair easy. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealership. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use the code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit armworldtravel.com under Sponsors. We have a suggestion on how you can work smarter, not harder, this Labor Day. Enjoy a slow smoked meal with a master-built smoker. Whether you want the ease of electric, the traditional charcoal, or propane, you'll find that just-right smoker for your backyard cookout. Cooking with a Masterbuilt smoker is easier and less hands-on than grilling, giving you more time to spend with your family and friends. Masterbuilt smokers are available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Sam's Club, Academy, Bass Pro, and Cabela's. You can also visit masterbuilt.com or find a link at armworldtravel.com under sponsors.
1: This is Robert Carey. Thanks for tuning in today. What follows is an encore presentation.
3: Get out the map, get out the map,
5: and
4: lay your finger anywhere
0: down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection.
1: All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for staying tuned in and connected uh, with us through that quick break. And for this segment of the show, we're going to answer some of the emails that you've sent in to us. If you have a travel question or maybe you want to share your travel experience or comment with us, you can just message us on Facebook, Twitter. You can do it on LinkedIn now as well at RM World Travel, or send us an email directly through the Contact Us button at rmworldtravel.com. Before we answer a few of those emails, how about a word about Bombas Socks, Mary, that we were just uh, going through before the show
2: started? We were. I'm actually wearing a pair right now. We recently discovered these socks, and uh, we think they're going to change the way you think about socks forever, and we also love what they stand for. Bombas Socks are super comfortable. They're made from premium cotton that stays warm when it's cold and cool when it's hot, and every pair comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, which is key, and a seamless toe the seamless toe. So,
1: You know, they have so many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles. Bombas, they, they look great for any occasion. And what we like is for every Bombas purchase that you'll make, they're going to donate a pair to somebody in need. So buy yours now at bombas.com RM. You'll get 20% off your first purchase, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, here's our first email. It's from Denise. She listens uh, in Maryville, Iowa via our affiliate AMFM KMA Radio, and she's asking, do you recommend using credit card rewards we've built up to book international flights or a travel agent? So, Mary, any thoughts? And-
2: well, I'm not sure it has to be either or, but I just want to make a point, um, Linda, when you book an awards ticket, uh, the points typically cover only the base fare, which is important to know. Taxes, fees, and surcharges can really add up. And depending on how much they're going to add to the price, you may find that it's actually more beneficial to just pay for the flights outright rather than deplete your account um, of of 100,000 miles or more. It really depends on where you're going. Um, I don't know. Rudy, what do you think? Would you suggest a travel agent?
6: Well, if if you're uncertain about how to get the most efficient and cost-effective flight, whether you're using miles or dollars, sure, use a travel agent. But if it's a simple from point A to point B and back, you... You know, you can probably figure that out yourself online. I find using miles smarter to upgrade from coach maybe to premium economy or from premium economy to business than using it for a ticket. But again, it depends what your budget is. I mean, if if you are watching your dollars and you want to spend that money at the destination, use your miles to get the the flight, Um, particularly if if it's an expensive flight. Yeah, right. good
1: advice uh, to upgrade. I, I would also just recommend that if you you know you should book the flights early because besides actually finding seats, you're going to avoid those close-in fees. You know, they're mm-hmm. close to the time. Uh, some airlines actually charge you for booking reward travel less than 21 days prior to departure, and you don't need to spend. You know, sometimes it could be seventy five dollars
6: or so. You don't need to Which spend. Which really it. irritates me.
1: It yeah. does. Absolutely, it does. All right. Next email is from Nancy, who listens to the Travel Trio via the Big Talker in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, It's a nice email, but I doubt it's going to be an easy question for any of us to answer here. Here's what she's saying. Uh, I enjoy your program and how you're different than the other shows that the station here in Huntsville also airs on the weekend. I try to listen every week and always seem to learn something new about travel. Well, thank you. Appreciate that part. Here's the question, though. Since you've all had so many different travel experiences, what's your most favorite all time? This is so hard to answer. Rudy, Uh, do you want to take a stab at it?
6: Well, it's a question I know all of us get asked most often. And here's my theory. I've developed this over the years. It's some place you discover later in life that surprises you. In my case, because my dad had been in the army, we'd stationed in Europe. We traveled all over Europe all the time as a kid. We'd go away on weekends to Paris or Amsterdam or whatever on driving vacations. I didn't get to Asia till I was, I don't know, 33, 34. I can't remember. But but I, I was just just blown away by Asia. I mean, I landed in Hong Kong and I just couldn't believe how fabulous it was. Why hadn't I discovered this before I was in my 30s? Now, I think if my dad had been stationed in Asia, we had traveled all over Asia, and I didn't get to Paris or London or Venice or Rome or whatever until I was 33, I'd be thinking that about Europe. So I think it's someplace that surprises you, you know, that you you go, wait a minute, I should have come here a long time ago.
2: Interesting, yeah. Very tough question to answer in terms of choosing one destination. If I had to answer that, and I guess I do, since we're live on the radio, um, I've noticed a trend with me. I happen to love islands, so if people ask me, you know, to pick a place I've really enjoyed, I will say the Hawaiian Islands. I will say Iceland. I will say Ireland. I love the coast of Ireland. So if there's a trend there, and the, the Greek islands, yeah. I love Block Island. Yeah. I like the remoteness. I like the ruggedness and the people on the it islands. It is so difficult. I mean, listen, I tough. remember
1: something as simple as, you know, as a teenager in the 80s going to Disney World the first time. I mean, certainly our two-week honeymoon. I mean, there's so many things that we've done with our kids. Really tough to answer. Way too many to pick. Um Listen, hopefully that answers your question. And thank you to Denise and Nancy for the questions today. This is your RM World Travel Connection. We'll be right back. Please don't touch that channel.
0: Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
2: This is Mary Carey, host of RM World Travel. Happy Labor Day. You're listening to a special Encore presentation.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025 or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show.
1: Welcome back to RM World Travel, everybody. And for this portion of today's broadcast, it's time for the 28th installment of our Destination Spotlight series, located in the 10th state in our nation, admitted to the Union in 1788, also known as Old Dominion. That's a lot to say, Mary. It is. (laughs) It is a lot there. Uh, And before we focus on Virginia Beach this week with all of you folks, a quick message about our exclusive Destination Spotlight sponsor, Travel Pro Luggage.
2: Yes, and actually, while we were in Florida about a week ago, we visited the headquarters of Travel Pro and we had a lot of fun. It was great to see all the types of luggage they offer travelers and Travel Pro has just debuted their new Platinum Elite line. You can now upgrade to a premium travel experience with the Platinum Elite Collection as it combines thoughtful innovation with sophisticated style.
1: You know, as we've shared for years now, one of the most important items to ensure a successful trip is quality luggage and you're going to do none better than Travel Pro. If you're in the market for new luggage, maybe you're looking for that perfect gift, look no further than Travel Pro Luggage. You can check them out at travelpro.com. They have their big anniversary sale going on right now for some savings or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors
2: all right off to the commonwealth of virginia we go to speak with the director of the virginia beach cvb brad van Domelen.
1: brad welcome to rm world travel in our destination spotlight
7: thank you appreciate you having me on your show and thanks for your interest in Virginia Beach well it's a place that we
1: have enjoyed many times uh, and there's big news coming out of Virginia Beach this week I want to get right into that with you because you guys have confirmed that 2017 was a record breaker for visitors with over 19 million travelers descending on the area the fifth consecutive year you've seen year-to-year growth so tell us how 2018 is looking so far how's the summer going and what's the outlook for the rest of the year
7: well, we were thrilled. We were certainly happy to get the great numbers that we did for 2017. And uh, so far for 2018, our numbers are looking up again. So we're anticipating that we'll have another record year. And I think it's just as a... Uh a testament to uh, the great destination that Virginia Beach is and all the different variety of experiences that attract people here.
2: Right, so Brad, since you are talking to a national audience across the U.S. and even up into Canada and globally via TuneIn.com channel that we have, some people listening may think of Virginia Beach as just a summer destination, which of course it is, but I'd like for you to talk with us a bit about why thats it's not just a summer destination.
7: Well, you're right and it's a great point because the name of the city, Virginia Beach, Obviously, the the beach portion of our name kind of tells part of the story uh, that we are a great beach destination. But really, Virginia Beach is a vibrant coastal city that really blends exciting entertainment and restaurant experiences of an urban destination, but also has the amenities of a resort destination with the beautiful beaches and shoreline and great outdoor recreation. But truly, you know, Virginia Beach has experiences, you know, year-round experiences, a more temperate weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly uh, more mild. Uh, I moved here from northern Michigan, and so yeah, I, I think it's tropical. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, it really is a, an enjoyable destination year-round that really blends those urban city experiences with festivals and events and great mm-hmm. restaurants and entertainment and then also the outdoor recreation of a resort area. Well, all
1: let's talk about that just, just a bit because, you know, Mary and I, we were married in Virginia. We've enjoyed many trips, as I just said, to Virginia Beach and also nearby Norfolk and even up to Williamsburg. So there's a lot of history in the area and you clearly have a terrific beach. We don't want to discount that by any means, but you do have a lot of outdoor activities and entertainment. I'm really curious, what do you find are some of the things that really draw visitors to the area and help you keep breaking those records?
7: Well, our culinary experience continues to grow. A lot of people you know, love coming down here for our coastal cuisine, something I, I find a lot of people don't know until they get here and don't experience until they are here. And one of our culinary staples is she crab soup, uh, which mm-hmm. is a a, lo, really a local staple you find in almost every menu. We have the Lynn Haven Oysters, the Lynn Haven River right here. You have rockfish uh, there are. too. That's good. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, great culinary, great seafood. Uh, outdoor recreation is really something people enjoy here. You know certainly you know the water experiences of swimming uh, a lot of people love to come here and learn how to surf there's stand up paddle boarding there's great kayaking you know there's a lot of inland waterways in addition to the ocean front that we have here as well yeah we've enjoyed um, several of those and also our, our ocean front, the main area the main beach area with uh, the the beautiful boardwalk that we have you know right. with the beautiful beach the boardwalk and then a, a bike trail that runs along with the boardwalk so a lot of people just love to come here and just if they don't bring their bikes rent bikes and just yeah. you know ride we're a very bike friendly destination and people just love the outdoor experience yeah, right right
2: now brad um we've stayed there wow i can't even count how many times we've stayed there and uh, we know you have house rentals vacation clubs you've got traditional hotels but i'd love for you to talk a little bit about the historic cavalier hotel it's synonymous with virginia beach yeah just real quick because it's give us an overview of yeah. the reopening
7: no absolutely the historic cavalier hotel just reopened it was originally built in 1927 Went through a period of time where it was closed. There was even discussion about tearing it down. But a developer came in and purchased it and really redeveloped the hotel, reconstructed the hotel to its original opulence and probably then some. Just reopened a couple months ago and it's just a spectacular hotel. It really is a destination hotel in and of itself. Well, we'll have to
1: make it it a point to get back down to that. I want to ask you a real quick question. We've got about 15 seconds left with you. Give us right now a quick fact that you think most of our audience would be surprised about about Virginia Beach, and it would entice them to come visit.
7: I think a lot of people, when they come down here, they're surprised about uh, our agricultural area. We have the whole region called the Pungo region, which is one of our seven districts around Virginia Beach. It's an agricultural area that people are kind of surprised in a urban destination, an urban market, and a beach destination to have such an, a rich agricultural well, area with there wonderful go. U-Pick farms.
1: There, we like that. So, yeah. Brad, listen, we really appreciate the time today. And, folks, if you want to find out more, you can just go to visitvirginiabeach.com. Have a great day, Brad.
7: Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Brad.
1: All right, there goes Brad. Virginia Beach, folks. Um, great place to go. Go enjoy it. Uh, You can find all the places that we're covering, a reminder of that, on our homepage of our website under Destination Spotlight, and that's going to do it for Hour 1 of the program this week. We still have a whole other hour straight ahead. After these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I will be back, and we'll be talking everything and anything in the world of travel with you.
0: You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio
7: Network.